I'm Zach Miller, Editor-in-Chief of Tearsheet. The following was produced by Tearsheet Studios. We worked with Wave, a financial software company for entrepreneurs and small businesses, to create a three-part podcast series on what micro-businesses and solopreneurs really need now from their banks, financial service providers, and financial software. It's never a simple time for small business owners. They live and breathe cash flow. Many function pretty much hand-to-mouth, so any disruption, let alone the pandemic we're navigating through, any disruption can really challenge an entrepreneur. I, for one, wouldn't like to see a world with all big-box retailers, faceless corporations hawking me throwaway stuff and disposable experiences. I think the crisis brought out the fact that small businesses are really important parts of our cities, towns, and communities. If they suffer, we all suffer. Kirk Simpson is the CEO of Wave, a provider of free accounting software for entrepreneurs. He lives and breathes what micro-businesses deal with. They're his customers. So while he tracked the struggle of these folks, he's also watched as many survived and thrived. It was also a time that a lot of people set out on their own to follow their own entrepreneurial dreams. Hi, my name is Kirk Simpson. I'm the co-founder and CEO of a software company called Wave. We build software and financial services for small business owners to try and help them survive and thrive. One of the silver linings of the pandemic, I think, has has taught us all the importance of small businesses in our communities and, quite frankly, to the economy as a whole. I think we've all come to realize in a way that, that we might have taken advantage of before just how important those small business owners are to the fabric of our communities and how the world of, or a world of, you know, Amazon domination and Walmart domination is not really what any of us really want to see in our local communities. And so I think it's taught us an important lesson and, you know, us having empathy for the entrepreneurial journey for the folks who are willing to, to go out on a limb and create a small business and, and want to thrive through, um, you know, hard work and determination is, is such a noble pursuit. And, you know, I'm really excited about the fact that coming out of the pandemic, uh, there's been a huge rise of new business creates. Um, and I think it's going to mean really good things for our entrepreneurial community moving forward, despite having gone through a really challenging time. The irony isn't lost on me. Kirk is an entrepreneur at heart who built financial software for other entrepreneurs. I asked him to tell us his own story, if anything, to shine a light on his journey and how it informed the products and services he creates and the communities he serves. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I'm a very typical entrepreneur, um, meaning I started two things. The first one failed outright. The second one was you know, a very tiny, tiny acquisition. Um, And in 2009, when James and I started Wave, we could have never hoped for the kind of outcome that we've had. Um, But I think that's very typical. You know, it takes a a lot of shots on net. You know, I'm I'm not sure if your listeners know, but I'm Canadian. So we talk in hockey references all the time. Uh, You got to take a lot of shots on net to score a goal. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs that will really ring true that um, there's a lot of ups and downs through the process. Um, there's a lot of grit and determination required. And 
but there is so much joy in trying to bring something to life uh, out of nothing. And, and that really sort of summarizes my journey. I like that concept of shots on net. It really captures all the little decisions entrepreneurs have to take every day without perfect clarity. Sometimes it's about winning and landing that big client, ramping revenues. Other times it's about just showing up, even if things don't feel like you're succeeding. It's about doing your best until you find a way to make it work better. Well, I think we all know, you know, through the pandemic, whether it's forced closures or, you know, stay at home orders, um, changing, you know, consumer behavior so radically that the pandemic has had a huge impact on small businesses. And one would argue, you know, it's, it's, it's been difficult to be a small business owner throughout as, you know, more and more government regulations and government oversight and changes in tax rules and all those kinds of things roll out. It's a lot for, you know, a small business owner to stay on top of. Uh, and the pandemic has obviously just been a, a complete game changer in terms of, um, you know, its effect on small business owners. Having said that, you know, as we start to see, you know, spring arrive and vaccines go out in, in higher numbers and some of the economies open back up, I do think that there's a really sort of golden age for entrepreneurialism that's starting to, to come about because through the pandemic, so much consumer behavior changed and oftentimes when you look in history, entrepreneurs are some of the most positive minded, you know, uh, innovation driven people. And they are much faster to act than typically large businesses. And so as this much consumer behavior change happens, uh, there's a huge opportunity for small business owners and entrepreneurs to be at the forefront of this new demand and really create new exciting businesses on top of all of these changes that have happened in the last year. In challenging times like the ones we're living through, some people have decided to go out on their own. Sick of working for the man or having lost their salaried jobs, many entrepreneurial types are starting up new businesses and making a go for it. Without the comfort of a paycheck, they're living out new dreams. Absolutely across the board, yes. Um, so, you know, first you just look at the at the small business create numbers in the U.S. and they've they've skyrocketed through this. And then you hear some really cool anecdotal stories of, you know, people who have turned hardship of layoffs into, you know, new business creates um, because it gave them the opportunity, or in some ways, you know, forced them to take a chance and start something new. And for many of them, they'd been thinking about it for a long time, but, you know, couldn't make that leap from, you know, the, the every two week paycheck to taking a shot. And despite how, you know, sad it is in terms of the number of people who lost their job, you know, many people turned it into an opportunity to create something that they'd been looking to create for a while. And so, we obviously love hearing those stories. I'll tell you one really amazing example of, of an entrepreneur who had started a new business of bottling um, 
shots like alcohol shots into really cute bottles that they were selling and doing quite well. And uh, when the pandemic hit, they completely transformed that business into shot sized doses of hand sanitizer. And it's a perfect example of just the resilience of an entrepreneur and the the forethought of thinking there's a new opportunity. It's probably bigger than the old opportunity I had. And so I'm going to pivot into it and, and grow something really cool out of it. And I think that's what we're seeing across the economy now. And it, it, it gives us hope. I love that story, that example. I love this idea of passion, driving people to create new businesses. I asked Kirk, given everything he's seen, what kind of advice would he give to somebody starting a business now? Well, I think the first thing is to realize, you know, consumer behavior is, has changed a lot and to really study that for, you know, what's happened and to not rely on old assumptions about how people did certain things because so many things have changed and are unlikely to, to go back. And so, you know, as I think about that, I, I really think about digital tools where, so many of us have really changed behavior and, and in some ways don't want to go back to the old world and entrepreneurs need to realize that. So what do I mean by that specifically? You know, obviously the probably biggest example of this is e-commerce. So we have a, a neighborhood, you know, pet uh, food uh, shop. And, you know, they were amazing in, in very quickly pivoting to curbside pickup. Um, but that requires, you know, a different technology setup than they had before when they were using just a simple point of sale unit. And I think entrepreneurs need to look across the gamut and say, what business am, am I in and how can I leverage digital tools to make it easier? In our business, you know, we really service um, businesses that do business through invoices and estimates, so service-based businesses. And there we've seen a, a huge spike in digital payments associated with those invoices. So, you know, in the, in the pre-COVID days, only a portion of our users use digital payments because they could go see their customer and collect cash or a check or those kinds of things. And, you know, through the pandemic, that's really changed. And what those users have found is they get paid on average three times faster by enabling digital payments on their invoices. And so a really great example of a way that a new small business owner can start with that paradigm from day one, can integrate that into their pricing structure and know that they're going to get paid much, much faster through the process. And so their cash flow will be better. We've gotten this far in the conversation about starting up and running businesses without mentioning financial institutions, without mentioning banks. Part of the reason is that entrepreneurs are also taking advantage of opportunities in banking and in payments for small businesses. Yeah, I, th I think it's a great example of um, where innovation is starting to happen in a way that it, that it hadn't before. We've seen innovation for small business owners in the payment space, in the e-com space, um, in the point of sale space, in the digital invoicing space, but we've seen very little in banking. And the average small business owner is paying about $450 a year in bank fees and not getting a lot in return. And quite frankly, 
generally not satisfied with their banking experience. That certainly holds true when they look to get a loan from those banks, et cetera. There's a lot of dissatisfaction that the typical bank doesn't understand my small business. And what we at Wave are doing now is we've built a product called Wave Money. It's its own bank account in the US and it's very tied into software so that you can really integrate invoicing and banking and payments and accounting and bookkeeping and all the way out to tax in a single place. And our goal there is to really allow small business owners to get back to doing what they love, which is running their business, not having to deal with any of the financial stuff behind the scenes. It's really important to get it right, but they don't love doing it. And so our goal is to get it out of the way as much as we can. Speeding up payments and digital invoicing seem to be low-hanging fruit for SMBs to service their customers and improve their cash flow. Again, more entrepreneurial spirit is coming into financial services and financial technology to service small commercial accounts. Fintech appears to be leading the way. Yeah, I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, small business lending um, over the last five or 10 years and the innovations that have happened there. My personal view is the most important thing that small business owners can do is get paid faster. So, you know, you might have two or $3,000 worth of outstanding invoices. And if you could get your customers to pay you more quickly, you'd actually satisfy a lot of your cash flow concerns and wouldn't have to be worried about finding, you know, an alternative lender. And so I think the number one thing small business owners can ask themselves is how can I speed up, you know, getting paid and getting access to that money. And that's where we spend a lot of our time. And I know other suppliers do too, is, how do we get small business owners the money that they are owed uh, in their pockets and accessible to them faster so that they can, you know, expand, they can hire an employee, they can feel more comfortable themselves uh, in taking some business risk uh, that doesn't happen when you're really concerned about your cash flow. So I think the, the most important thing they can ask themselves is how can I speed up every aspect of that so that I can get the money owed to me in my pocket faster. In his role running Wave, Kirk has a bird's eye view of how micro businesses and solopreneurs have changed their behavior during the pandemic, what tools they're using, what techniques they're employing to ensure they keep their customers happy, their doors open and their bills paid. Well, I think, you know, what we've seen in our data is very much representative of what's happening in the market. There was a lot of, you know, pain. You know, one of the areas where we saw this the more, most distinctly is Wave offers payroll. And so we can help you pay your employees and your contractors. And, you know, if I rewind to last March and April, I mean, we could just see that small business owners were you know, laying off staff in very high numbers uh, and they were, you know, really appreciative of the changes that we were making as quickly as we were making them to keep up with, you know, different government changes that were happening in order to try and help these small business owners. So I think, you know, generally we've seen a lot of pain and, you know, out of that, as I said, there's all sorts of good signals that, you know, this will get better, but let's not underestimate, you know, for the average small business owner, this has been a very, very challenging year. 
uh, on so many different fronts. And I think empathy for that journey is really, really important um, while also being, you know, positive and excited about what, what can come out of this as entrepreneurs are at the forefront of, of innovation. What doesn't kill you definitely makes you stronger. As we come out of this, Kirk envisions more bright spots in the economy and business returning. Those entrepreneurs scrambling to get their nut will have the benefit of an improving business climate and more fintech products and services to help them optimize their businesses. Well, I think broadly, if you're in a position where you really understand your business at any given time and you know, you try and as difficult as it is not procrastinate, you know, staying on top of your financial situation. You know, many small business owners have that corner of their desk that's filled with receipts and, and, uh, and bills and all of those kinds of things. And they're kind of looking at it and it's just, it's a growing level of dread about, you know, taking it on. I think with modern software like Wave, we're trying to make it easy for you to spend, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes a week and just stay on top of this. And I know it seems like a bit of a chore. We're trying to make it as easy as possible. But the benefit of that is that as, you know, situations on the ground change, you can make adjustments knowing that you're on top of stuff. You have a a good idea of what your outstanding payments are. You have a good idea of whether or not your pricing structure is right and is driving to profitability. Um, you have a good a good sense for you know bank balance and what it means for for cash flow at any given time. And I think that's really really important because without it, you're flying blind a bit. And certainly, we've seen that you know the world can change drastically quickly. And so having a great idea or as clear an idea as possible about what's going on in your business is really, really important to being able to adjust. Entrepreneurs wear many different hats, including accounting. Many of them do that work begrudgingly. They dislike it. Some even hate it. I asked Kirk about the role of automation in the future. If many of these repetitive tasks around bookkeeping and accounting can't be replaced by algorithmic automation. You know, I think it's a really interesting question. So we've been doing a lot of uh, talking with our customers uh, about this very issue because, you know, broadly, we all think, you know, automation is going to solve everything. And I would say there are two really, really important parts of it. One is, yes, let's automate as much of this friction as possible. But the big thing that we've heard from our customers, which, which resonates with me is, you know, automate it, but give me control. And so, you know, very much the the mindset that we're working under is let's build all of those, you know, automated tools. And we're doing a lot of them today, but let's make sure that we surface what that automation has done and make sure that the small business owner has full control over that automation so that they very much feel on top of things and that they're in control of their finances. So I think it's, you're absolutely right that automation is going to be really important and is already, um, but that um, sort of sense over top of it of, I know what the system's doing, I have full control over it, is really, really important to small business owners. That was Kirk Simpson, CEO of Wave, on the role new financial technology will play in serving the needs of entrepreneurs running micro-businesses. 
It's part of a three-part series Tearsheet Studios is running with Wave. Go to our website, tearsheet.co, to listen and read the other parts of the series. Thank you.